Buyer payer people, it's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning. Happy Monday. Hello from Oklahoma. <laughs> Single digits this morning. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. Frozen out here. It's been snowing everywhere we walk. It's like put on three layers of socks because it's just the first cold, but... Um, welcome everybody. Uh, if you want to go ahead and you know shout out where you're where you're coming from, you don't have to add the weather because I we have friends in Florida. Every time it's like, oh, well, I'm wearing my winter flip flops. Yeah, one of our <laughs> guests might be in Florida this morning. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know we're, who you are, we, George. We are. Yeah. We know who you are, George. <laughs> he loves to rub in the, yeah. the, the weather out there. So, um, you know, happy winter Monday and, um, uh, big game yesterday finished up. Two we know games, he's playing yeah. in the Super Bowl in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. And mm-hmm. so excited about that. It should be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, Jim's team didn't, I, I, I don't know if all y- y'all noticed on, um, on Friday, but I was drinking out of a Cowboys coffee cup. She says that's my team. It's, that's yeah. that's a team that I've followed since the seventies. So. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it was it was available and it was a big cup. And if those of you guys who know me, I drink tanker amounts of coffee in the morning. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we do. So I want to apologize in advance for our sniffling this morning. We both oh kind of. I'm recovering. Michelle seems to be better this morning, but we're mm-hmm. we're dealing with uh, winter cold conditions, and so. We'll yeah. apologize for that in advance. <laughs> we should get to our guest today. We've got really important news. Folks are tuning in yeah. to hear uh, from our, our guests. And uh, so I think most everybody has seen that uh, the news that went out on uh, social media this weekend. And so we reached out by text message on Sunday and said, hey, if you're available, come to the microphones. We'd love to have you tell the whole story. And uh, so we have, uh, yeah. have Scott Allen from NIADA, the current board president. And also, um, Rob and, Fox. Yeah, let's yeah, bring let's go Rob ahead in. And add him on into the stream. There's and, Rob. And I'm going to do this because yeah. Jim loves to have things in order. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, you two. Morning, Thanks gentlemen. so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. So, yeah, I got to jump in and kind of tell the quick story for anybody who's tuning in that, uh, you know, wasn't following any social media this weekend. We, we're aware that uh, there was some news that was supposed to come, it kind of got leaked on social media. At that uh, there was a, a big merger that was happening, and you gentlemen are right in the, the middle of that. So we wanted to have a chance to bring you in here and, uh, and share with our uh, viewers. Uh, a lot of folks have interest in this, um, this story. And so, you know, I might have you, Scott, first just kind of share with us the, the news of the weekend. I read the press release, and we've got some, uh, some things to talk about from there. But, Scott, you might just kind of share with, with us from your perspective what this news means. Sure. Thank you very much, Jim. Um, yeah, I mean, the announcement uh, was made uh, Friday, uh, Friday night at the DPG all group meeting uh, in Orlando, Florida. And uh, it culminated from uh, a lot of work between Rob and I starting all the way back in June of last year, uh, where we first met um, at the uh, TIADA convention for, for dinner and began discussing uh, maybe possibilities of coming together, working together uh, and making this, uh, you know, a a great platform for all of our dealers. Uh, And, you know, throughout that process, uh, we um, set a goal line uh, for the DPG meeting to see if we could accomplish that. 
uh, that task. And uh, of course, within all negotiations, uh, everything sort of happened, uh, you know, uh, very quickly there toward the very end uh, when you have a deadline to meet. And uh, uh, graciously, uh, you know, Rob uh, was uh, uh, such a tremendous uh uh, asset uh, in this process and making all this happen. And his vision uh, for this is really what made this come together. Uh, and uh, I, again, Rob, I want an opportunity to thank you very much for uh, the collaboration that we've had over the last several months and the opportunity to bring this together. Yeah, that's great. And Rob, uh, before you jump in, I got to say, I, Michelle, and I kind of feel like we're running a news desk here this morning. Like we're not, we used to be in news people, but this is kind of the, the breaking thing. It's really exciting. We know there's a lot of uh, uh, opportunity around unification. So Rob, you might share kind of, you know, your perspective on on how this all came to be. Well, you know, again, we so Lawrence Mead called me up and said, hey, I want you to have dinner with Scott. Now, Scott and I had met one time pre previously, and unfortunately, it was at a funeral. And he said, hey, I want you to have dinner with Scott Lawrence, who the how he knows, but he knew the guy that owned the restaurant or something. We had a private room at the restaurant, a TIADA, um, probably the hardest seat to get in the place. And we, I don't know, we spent maybe three hours talking. Mm -hmm. and, and we talked and about the possibilities and visions and um, we agreed. I mean, and that's what I'll tell you. We, we started with, we agreed. I agreed that it should be under NIADA. You know, I agreed that, you know, some of the stuff we were doing, there was a reaction to what was happening, which anytime you react is not really a good business practice. You should always plan. Um, and so we started talking and we started talking in June. Um, and then as Scott said, it got real serious. We, you know, we're, you know, it was harder for him than me because I'm a single operator. I have, you know, yeah. I have, I have employees who I consider partners and who are partners. Um, still, I mean, it's easy cause I can do, I can do what I want. Scott has a board, yeah. you know, and it was like, we're trying to juggle around the board meeting, trying to keep it private. We didn't want it to leak. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, then it was like hair on fire in the last three weeks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Got it. Um, even though we talked for six months, it was, <laughs> you know, there we go. Um, together. Sure. So I might, and that uh, you private. I mean, no one knew what was going on. Yeah, you might share, Rob. I, I'm interested. Like I know in the the um, the press release, it referred to kind of some of the things about dealer feedback, and so I know that a lot of what you learned through this experience. I know you were out there efforting to to you know make a better experience for dealers, and so you might just kind of share what what you guys felt like you did through the DPG thing that's going to be of benefit to the industry and to just education as a whole. Well, just like okay, the first thing we talked about this morning, we got on the call. This last weekend where we had an all deep, all group meeting. Okay. The little guys go into little guy, 20 groups, big guys go into big guy, 20 groups where you get the synergy is when they all get to get together and they get to walk up and they have something in common. Yeah. Okay. And they can go up to a Michael Thomason or a Bob Oakley or a whomever and ask a simple question. But again, it's on common ground because they're all part of a 20 group. Sure. Uh -huh. And it gives them the opportunity to do that where they don't have that throughout the year. It also gives you the opportunity to skip around to different 20 groups. Not that we encourage that, but to visit them to see maybe what's different in that one. Right. Then the automated composite. OK, one of the biggest, you know, barriers is doing that composite by hand. Sure. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to be said for doing it by hand because you know your numbers then. 
Mm-hmm. But it stops the smaller guy who doesn't. Oh, oh no. shoot! Right in mid sentence. <laughs> he comes in really soon. He'll get reconnected. Oh, darn it. We'll, we'll give him a minute. But go ahead, uh, Scott. Yeah, I'm sure. not sure what you saw. I can see you nodding your head as he was talking through some of the data, data stuff. Absolutely, there are more than just those two things that he's mentioning. But uh, with the uh, AutoMaster program uh, that he developed and put uh, a lot of effort and resources into that program. Uh, hey, Rob, you're back. So I'm going to yield the floor back to you, sir. Uh, I'll just continue. Live in the country. This happens. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> like I said, the automated of the uh, of the composite. Um, hopefully, open it up, and then you know why we. You know that's the two major things I think that we did at Buckeye to make the DPGs maybe more accessible mm-hmm. and more attractive. Yeah. Um, but when you're, what you find is you have to have a certain size. And what prompted Scott and I getting together, you have to have a certain size so you can vary your product offerings, whether it's a service group, finance group, operations group, collections group, those are all needed, but you have to have, not everyone wants to participate in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to have a bigger group to pool from to offer those, to have those different offerings. And that that's really what started our conversation. Yeah. Sure. So I see Amanda's chiming. In. I don't know if you guys can see the comments on that. Amanda Sanchez chimed in with some thoughts there. And we have some ideas, Amanda. <laughs> so we, we're happy to contribute. But Scott, let me bring you back in. I think uh, one thing I might share before you uh, jump in, Scott, is that, you know, we had a chance to meet uh, Melanie Wilson at the conference in Orlando a few weeks back. And and uh, of course, you know, the theme from her conversation was, you know, unity, unity, unity. And of course, you know, we're we're very much about that as well. And so this is an exciting step in that direction. And so you might just share from from the board standpoint and what, what this means for you in terms of unity. Yeah, absolutely. And that's been a goal from the very beginning of my presidency back in June. And, and uh, Melanie absolutely shares that. In fact, she's the first one to bring that vision of that an association like ours is not really in the space to compete with anyone in the private sector. That's not what we're there for. We're there to fill in the gaps uh, where dealers are, where things are missing. And we, and that's, that's really the focus uh, for the association and, and Melanie, uh, I think uh, going forward and forever really is that we want to fill in the gaps and make sure that we're delivering to our dealers, the things that they're not seeing and that they don't have and not a, no, no, and no way do we ever intend to compete on any basis because that's not what we're here for. Uh, and so I think she has the right message and I think she's uh, doing a fantastic job right now and in, in helping at least lead us forward in the interim yeah. division. Yeah. So you might share with us too, Scott, what um, we notice in the language that it's uh, being described as a merger rather than acquisition. So maybe help us understand what that means uh, from your perspective. Well, first of all, I mean, uh, Rob Fox put all the the investment into this and we're not we're not buying uh, anything except that we're taking a lot of the Rob has graciously given us a lot of the uh, uh, efforts and, and uh, resources that he put into this DPG uh, uh, flat platform that, quite frankly, have made it a much better uh, platform for everyone. Uh, the DMS system, I mean, the, through, uh, being able to, to uh, automatically get the information in from the composites is, is key. Uh, we at NIDA want to leverage our industry partners and all of the industry stakeholders that we have contacts with. To, to expand on that, to bring that to as many DPS providers as we possibly can. Uh, and uh, we, we certainly recognize that the, uh, 
the system that Rob has developed is quite frankly uh, head and tails above anything else we've ever seen before. So, Very nice. awesome. so yeah. Rob, same thing from you, kind of what the merger really means from your side or from the, what it looks like for DPG going forward. Well, for DPG, I mean, it's now part of NIADA. So that's really going to be directed by them and their resources. As far as the industry, I mean, we're better together. Okay. And that's what I've said. I mean, and I've said that every time I stand in front of my group, you know, Buckeye, we service buyer payers. And when they do better, we do better. But one of the things we lost focus on was that what NIADA does for all of us. And it keeps us unified. It keeps us together. And it keeps us better. And we need them. We need to get back to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that is my, as, as CEO of Buckeye, that's going to be my focus. What, where can I help? Mm-hmm. Um, I and that's in, again, I kept on telling better together. I'm better with Scott. Okay. I'm better <laughs> with NIADA. Yeah. And it's a realization that we lost focus on. I think as an industry, as a, we lost it. Yeah. Well, I know that, and you mentioned Lawrence Mead. I know Lawrence has been out there efforting uh, part of the BHPH commission. And there's been, you know, obviously within IEDA, they've got the independent retail side, Jim and Michelle over here, you know, very much focused on the buy here, pay here element. Uh, but yeah, we know that that's been, uh, you know, part of the uh, effort. And so we're, we're glad to see this is a, a, a nice step in that direction of, you know, the unification. And I, I certainly can see what you mean by, you know, the being better together. So uh, Rob, you might also share with me just kind of, from the if if I w- am a DPG member now, I'm under leadership of NIADA. I mean, is, is there anything that we can anticipate in terms of what that experience looks like for members of a DPG group? Well, ho- so uh, on the whole, hopefully not much changes, okay, except right. for maybe more options. Um, but having having said that, you know, um, hopefully it just gets better. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, you know, Scott said it's a merger. You know, we allow, they have the name. If they want to keep the name, they might go back to just keeping 20 groups. But as far as it going forward, we're working all that. They're working that through, really, not us. Yeah. We're, we're helping shepherd it over that way. But as far as the plan, that's going to be Jeremy and uh, Melanie um, doing the plan. And one thing, I, one thing I've learned over the last couple of weeks, good hands. Yeah, they yeah. Got, we're in good hands. They, they've yeah. got the same. They've got the vision that we have. Yeah, yeah. great. So, Scott, yeah. anything to add there? Yeah, I mean, nothing to say. The, the, the things that uh, Rob has brought to the table, and we have re envisioned uh, the twenty group program from our side over the last several last year or so too, as well. Uh, one of the things that we've been working on diligently as well is to start express groups for smaller dealers, those who are like myself under ten. Uh, employees are less small operators would make it difficult for them to get out of their office uh, for extended periods of time. And, and, and we're, we're looking now at uh, finding those type of hubs that have hotels right near airports where smaller dealers like myself uh, can get into an airport and full day meeting and get back out and possibly look at doing that on the weekends as well, so that we don't remove them from their businesses uh, for an extended period of time, but then give them the same value that we can give all of our 20 group members uh, from, uh, and it, you know, understand it is owned and operated by those 20 group members and the things that they want to see in their 20 groups is what we want to see in their 20 groups. So uh, we, we have a 20 group uh, steering committee, uh, which will be uh, made up of one representative from each group. 
um, that they will elect to uh, sit on this committee for the next year. Uh, we depend on those dealers uh, and those 20 group members to uh, help guide us and direct us on what they need, what they see coming and where they really need the most uh, benefit from the program. And we will listen to them and we will uh, we will do what we can to make sure that that happens for them as well, because they're the driving force in this. Yeah, that's great. I think um, the the listening part is a key word. You guys have been attentive to what, uh, you know, dealers are needing out there and you're, you're working hard to try to fill those gaps, as you say. And so that's important. I think that's, that's good stuff. I think I, I love the idea yeah. that there's just more options, yeah. you know, it's the, that there's been like the granddaddy of, of models for 20 groups for a really long time. And it's been, uh, you know, something that isn't really an option for smaller dealers. So I love that there are more options out there for, you know, the the smaller guys to be able to to jump into that. So one day they can go into some of the the bigger groups um, as they grow their dealership. And it's it kind of I love the idea that it gives them also the ability to tap into some of the best um, the best moderators and and things like that as well. Well, I can say that I echo the the sentiment of a lot of folks when I say from the sidelines that, uh, you know, we're fortunate in the buy here, payer space to have more education. If you look up even just three years ago, we've got way more education, yeah. you know, available at our fingertips than, than we had before. And so that's a, that's a beautiful thing. And uh, I just think, uh, you know, kudos and congratulations to both of you for, you know, working to bring this together. It's obviously a very positive thing. I'm not letting you go. I just want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to learn a little bit. Well, I have two smart guys here. I want to get some perspective about the buy here, pay here space, and we can talk more about your your merger if you like. But I just while I have you here, I want to find out maybe from you first, Scott, what what you what you look for in the buy here, pay here space. You're a buy here, pay here dealer yourself. Like, what's your general sense about the the near future of uh, of our industry? Well, from for, from a buyer payers perspective, I think the future is bright. I think we all have heard that 2023 and 24 uh, is going to be uh, good years uh, for the buyer payer sector uh, with inflation on the rise, uh, with, uh, you know, the tightening up of credit uh, that we're seeing. Uh, we certainly see an opportunity uh, for the buyer payer sector. Uh, always, though, I am mindful of the retail sector as well. Uh, only because of my position here at NIDA, I'm, I want to be able to uh, be that person for both buy here, pay here and for the retail industry. Uh, they're going to have a little more struggles uh, from uh, going forward in 23 and 24 uh, with, um, you know, the banks, uh, the lenders, et cetera, uh, the, the drop in the higher end cars uh, that we've seen uh, so quickly. It's going to drastically affect their, their, their margins. Uh, it's going to affect their covenants. Uh, if they're leveraged. And so, you know, we cannot forget about those, those dealers as well, but I, of course I'm a buy here, pay here dealer. <laughs> we, we, you know, we stick together and uh, we're always going to make sure that we're heard. And uh, I think that's an important part of, of what we do uh, within IDA. And, and I actually think that buy here, pay here is going to be a, a great thing to be in, in the next coming years. And so we plan on educating and taking full advantage of that opportunity and showing those opportunities to our dealers so that they can thrive. And by the same token, we need to be aware of what's happening on the retail side as well and do what we can help do to, to help our retail dealers during this time as well. So. Sure. And, and uh, Rob, your, your perspective on buy here, pay here. Well, you know, on buy here, pay here the next two years, I think it's gonna be great. 
I mean, I think we're going to start, maybe we'll start seeing some credit scores, um, yeah. you know, and clients coming in because of tightening. You know, I think that our, our retail guys, I think you're going to see them get stronger. The ones who are already in business, the good operators, because um, it's going to not, I think that what we're going to see is the startups are going to kind of dwindle because of the capital crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's not going to be that big Delta any longer, you know, borrowing money at seven and eight and, and higher. It's going to limit new new entries, sure. which will then give the opportunity for our current dealer base to have less competition as they go out to auctions and things like that. And, you know, and, and we're keeping an eye on the on the new car space also with all the friction between the factory and the and the franchisees with the EVs and, you know, the Elon Musk making it where you don't have to have a franchise in states. So now Ford and General Motors is trying to they're trying to bifurcate from their franchise. So it's interesting to watch, you know, where three years ago, someone might have said, you know, Carvana was the biggest concern. Well, it's, it's not. You know, I think what's, cha- what's chasing us now is the rates, which helps the buyer payer. And then I think it also, at the end of the day, will help the established retail, even though yeah. it's hard to see today. But I think it will help them six, seven months down the road when there's not that many new entries and the prices drop and the, maybe the grosses will come back. Yeah. No, I get that. Did you have something? No, no. I was just going to just say, I, I think uh, we, we share that. We echo the opportunity. We see buy here payers really well positioned to uh, to take on business. Over the years, I've said, you know, I expect if you ask me to predict buy here payer, I say it's going to stay about the same. Like it's been pretty, pretty mm-hmm. consistent over the years. And typically what I also say is that dealers often are, even though there might be more demand tomorrow, they're not in a position to capitalize it. So I'll throw in a quick shameless plug for our event on March 30th, because <laughs> that's what we're going to spend the whole day focusing on a live stream event. We're going to try to help dealers get better position to access growth capital and just make sure they're well structured to, you know, to do what's next. And, and there should be a lot of growth opportunity for folks in the coming years here. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, any, I can any no. closing. No, I think yeah. we can let these gentlemen get They're yeah. busy guys. Well, but before we let you go, is there anything just uh, closing thoughts, um, Rob? You know, I'll tell you what, I'm excited. I'm glad this happened. I cannot tell you how fun it was to work with Scott. Mm. Um, when we can keep a secret for six months, we're pretty much. I'm unicorns. impressed. Yeah. <laughs> we're unicorns. Um, myself, him, and Lawrence Mead. Um, and I, I appreciate every moment of it. Yeah, um, very nice. That's beautiful. It was great. Yeah, That's those beautiful. are um, uh, class gentlemen yes. and uh, yourself included. Scott, final thoughts from you? Yeah, just to echo what Rob said. Thank you very much, Rob, for the going through this. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, to get you to know you better during this process. Thank you to Lawrence Mead again uh, for helping bring us together. Uh, today or tomorrow is the last day of the month, so uh, W-2s are out. Uh, <laughs> has been done. Uh, I hear pay here dealers, so I am ready to get to work. I know all our pioneer payer dealers uh, around the country are too. Uh, looking forward to exciting tax season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks again, gentlemen. And we're, Thank you. We're looking forward to working with the team, the executive team. Yeah, we appreciate you uh, being willing to come on um, this morning uh, with a little bit of short notice and, mm-hmm. and uh, really appreciate you sharing this whole process with us because I know that there are a lot of people out there that wanted to know more than what just the press release said. So And I always have to so, tell people, I'm excited too. You just have to remember, this is my excited <laughs> face. This is what look I look like when I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good stuff. I've got we enough excitement it. for both of us. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, thanks thanks again, you guys. I appreciate you. Guys. Coming. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Scott. We'll be talking. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you both later. Thanks. All right.
All right. Good well, stuff. exciting news. Yeah. Great stuff. Really glad. Uh, really glad that we could we could bring them on and and have some of that conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's. Uh, I love watching this kind of thing happen where it's mm -hmm. coming together and and you know we've we've been out there it's like unity 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 and as right. well and and not realizing that we were we were parallel in in a pretty vocal way mm -hmm. um uh with the things that were happening behind the scenes well so, it's pretty easy to be really, parallel when you're all trying to do what's good for dealers exactly right? exactly so, yeah. That's exactly. all good. And unity is good for dealers. Yeah. Overall, I think we should so. wrap up and let folks get to it, to their thing. I got a one quick mention. We have a, a webinar tomorrow night for those who want to uh, find some ways to connect with their community better. Story? So yeah, yeah to, to do in, incorporate some storytelling and help your uh, community get to know you and how that plays in and the market. And those who are uh, members of NIADA, there is a coupon for you to be able to get in for free. So it's NIADA free capital F free and um, also some of the different Facebook groups as well. So if that is any interest to you guys, please feel free to, uh, to, um, to register. It's on Eventbrite and you can see it and on uh, bhphnationtv.com. And we'll tell you about the other upcoming events and future episodes. All right. So you guys you. have such a great day. Thank you so much everyone for joining. We appreciate have it. Have a good week. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye.